Today's episode is brought to you by Tracy Denise Fitness. Let's face it, how many of us have started and failed our resolution to eat right and stay active in 2020? According to Tracy Brown, owner and operator of Tracy Denise Fitness, it's never too late to start. Your biggest barrier is your mindset. And her services as a certified personal trainer, mindset coach, and nutrition coach are built to keep you on track for the remainder of the year and beyond. Check out TracyDeniseFitness.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-Y-D-E-N-I-S-E Fitness.com and let her know how to take a break the podcast sent you. Now, let's get the show started. Hi, and welcome to episode seven of How to Take a Break. For this episode, we're going to dive into how to take a break to set your intention. It is a wonderful time of year to have this discussion. And it was actually, this episode has been weighing on my heart since December when everyone is like out with the old, in with the new. And I just really wanted to dive deep into the word intention and what are our plans for 2020? So I'm just going to dive right in. Um, so first off, think about what is your goal for 2020? It's January. We've set our resolutions. We've talked about what we're giving up, what we want to be, what we want to do, where we see ourselves. But let's really just take a break, stop, and meditate a moment on the definitions of the words that we kind of throw around all in January. For one, resolution is defined as a firm decision to do or not to do something or the quality of being determined or resolute. Okay. Firm decision to do or not do something. I find that questionable. Think about it. If we're looking at the word resolution every January, you're like, I am this year going to resolve to eat very healthy all year long. And then 10 days in, we stop. Even though resolution is a firm decision, decision, excuse me, to do or not do something. Well, it can't be that firm if within the first 10 days of doing it or the first three days of doing it, it's already over. So let's look at another word, the word intention. A thing intended, an aim or plan. I like that better. Because it's not as firm. It's something that we aim to do. So it gives us a little bit more grace. I feel like it gives us a little bit more time where if it's a resolution, you're resolving. You're firm in this is what you're going to do. It kind of makes you feel a little bad if you resolve to do something and then you don't do it. You feel like there's repercussions. Whereas if it's your intention to eat good and you don't, it's like, well, I had a crappy day. But tomorrow is a new day, so I intend to eat better tomorrow. Just something to think about. <laughs> so to dive a little deeper into this, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the intentions or words that have shaped my past couple of years. What I like to do is when I am going into a new year, I think about what I have experienced in that year and what I feel like I am being pulled to in the new year. What treated me well? What did I learn? 
what went wrong, things of that that nature. So I'm going to go into a little bit of a dive, a little time travel to the past couple of years and words and phrases that I have chosen and then talk a little bit about what 2020's word is and how I'm moving forward with that. So back in 2017, my word was be the light and later... (laughs) So be the light was the the word for the phrase for all of 2017. It came about because in 2016, as you are well aware, we had a pretty major presidential election. And just the way that I saw people reacting, the way that I felt just going out in the world and being around people, it was just so much anger, so much animosity, just so much darkness and it just came on me that I would have to spend the next year being involved in all of this and then figuring out how would I be the light I wanted to be peace I was searching for peace in that time in my life so be the light seemed like the obvious solution and the obvious words now something that I have found out and I talk about it more as I get to each of the years When you intend, you set this intention, this aim, this purpose of what your year is going to be like, what you're going to chase. I was chasing light. Don't think that the universe won't look at that and be like, oh, you chasing a light? I'm going to test you with some darkness. So on the flip side, I was looking through like my journals and things that I was posting during that time and shenanigans popped up. Because it was like a lot of shenanigans. I was a lot of just tomfoolery. A lot of just craziness was happening. But as I have gotten older and just started looking back on my journals and kind of recognizing, I don't know how life kind of gives you this yin and yang. I saw that for all this light that I was bringing, there was a test of this equally dark thing that was always popping up. I almost like to be like, oh, if this is your aim to be light, let me show you how much light you're going to need to be. But that was my 2017, was be the light. 2018 was peace. Um, I had um, some medical issues that popped up in 2018, and I was under so much stress. And so I got to the point that, hey, I survived. (laughs) I survived 2017. I came out on the other side of the shenanigans. So I wanted to be about peace. Now, I started with one medical thing at the beginning of the year, and by the end of 2018, you know, there was, I will say, there was peace. I had these different breakthroughs, but it wasn't an easy year. It was just like with Be The Light. Things kept coming in in 2018 to test my peace. So it was kind of like, oh, (laughs) you're going to be this cool, calm person let me bring some anxiety and stress around you. So again, it's the yin and yang when you set these intentions and testing to see just how strong you're going to be when faced with these challenges, with faced with the anti to what you're putting out in the world. For 2019, 2019 um, was really good. 2019 was my fearless year. So I was the light in 2017. I was chasing peace in 2018 and in 2019 I was all about being fearless what spurred that was that I read Brene Brown's Daring Greatly 
and it was a game changer for me. I learned so much about myself and how I needed to be more vulnerable and why I wasn't comfortable with being vulnerable and experimented going out into the world with making friends and dating and just seeing how differently my mind felt, my body felt, things around me felt when I was more open. And so I said, what would it be like if for a year in the face of things that scared me, I was fearless? So <laughs> they, 2019 saw me doing solo traveling by myself for the first time, jumping into um, a relationship post-divorce for the first time. So being fearless to kind of open myself up and being in one of the most vulnerable relationships I had had in a long time, taking deep dives in my career. So I had like a whole how 2019 kind of hit my butt but at the end of the year when I wrote down all the ways that I was fearless in 2019 I filled this whole page and I was like it was amazing it was amazing to look back and just see all of the the times where I should have been scared or I was scared but I bit the bullet and I jumped ahead full steam and did something and just to see and to look back at my journals and see how it shaped my life and continues to change me. Just by a year of me saying fearless was my word, I was going to go into being fearless and see what happened. And so that leads me to 2020. And so my word for 2020 is selfish. And it's kind of about me embracing the word no. So Shonda Rhimes has her year of yes. But if you really look at that book, the undercurrent of that book is not so more much the yes to me is like what she was saying no to. And so I will go back a little bit. 2020 selfish. So the definition for selfish, since I've said the definitions for resolutions and intention, clearly I love to define things. Selfish is concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself. Looking back on my life, especially being a mother, I have a habit of putting everybody and everything above myself. I have all these, this long list of receipts, all these great things I have done in the world, in the PR realm, helping people build nonprofits and, and NGOs and all these things. And I've had these great ideas and things that I've wanted to go after on my own, but I've always put myself behind the scenes. I've put myself to the back. I haven't been concerned excessively with myself, exclusively with building myself, my brand, who I was, what I wanted the world to know about me. And so that changes in 2020. 2020 will see me being more selfish with my time. There will be a lot more of the no with the free consulting work I'm doing, not to be just mean or petty, but it's time to kind of go after my things and what I want to do. I'm going to be selfish with my dating life. Society can make you feel like you have to be a certain person, especially as a female. You have to be with someone. You have to have this. And I've learned now that I am being more, my intention around dating has changed. So I'm being more selective because now I really know what I want and what I'm looking for. So there are a lot more no's because I'm just not out there taking dates from anybody. I'm not out there doing anything. I'm more cognizant of my time. 
and who I want to spend my time with. Same thing with my family, same thing with um, community involvements. Another thing that might shed some light on the no, before y'all start emailing in, (laughs) um, is an article that was published in Vogue. It is the February 17th to... Yeah, 2017. February 17, 2017 is by Jenna Birch and it's called Why Is It So Hard for Women to Be Selfish? And I'm going to read you a couple of spots of the article. So bear with me. All right. The author writes, last November, I set aside several days to take meetings with my editors and agent in the heart of Manhattan. As I sat in Bryan Park with a chocolate drizzled waffle on the last day of my trip, a feeling of dread suddenly punched me in the gut. I should have been exhausted. New York was still reeling from the craziest election in American history, and yet it was a welcome reprieve. It wasn't the bustling city with its endless diversions and distractions that I found draining. Home was what had depleted me. It wasn't my life back in Michigan exactly that had so zapped my inspiration. It was my social circle and its unspoken obligations. I had adopted too many roles with too many people, shoulder to cry on, career coach, cheerleader, spiritual guru, complaining partner, all of which now seem to test my definition of friendship and my ability to stay sane. I recalled moments leading to this insidious exhaustion, a barrage of career questions from one friend with barely a how are you? in between dinner with another who got drunk and complained about the guy she was seeing the entire evening the invitations and requests that popped up when i served a purpose donations event attendance post breakup girls night and from those who were largely silent when i did not um so please read that article in full it is very educational but as you can see there did you just close your eyes and think about that Did you see yourself in any of those scenarios that she was painting? She's in the middle of a busy city, but she's by herself. She's taking a break to be by herself. And even in the midst of the craziness of everything going on in her life, because she's by herself eating some ice cream, she feels so light. She feels so free. Whereas when she's at home, just the mounting obligations, everybody wanting something for her wanting to pick her brain, wanting to ask her questions, wanting her for this, wanting her for that, but not really even needing her or her not even getting to get what she needs from them, but everybody wanting something from her. That is the height of why you need to take a break to be selfish. You need to take a break to set your intention for 2020. What do you want from this 2020? For me, it's being selfish. I'm taking time to concentrate on on me. I'm learning about me. I'm promoting me. I'm taking a step back from all the investing that I've done in so many people and so many things over the years. I'm not investing in stress. I'm not investing in people's drama, but I'm investing in love. I'm investing in light. I'm investing in furthering my business dealings, my career. That's my intention. And it just roots around the word of being selfish for me. If you had to take a moment and be selfish to take 30 minutes of your time and set your intentions for 2020, what would they be? What is driving your desire for your life? 
what would you do if someone said, hey, I'll take care of your kids for a whole afternoon? What would that look like? What does that break for intention look like for you? What do you want your 2020 to be? I would love to hear from you. There are no breakaways since this was just um, almost like a wild card episode to get that out there. But I'm hoping you got something from this episode. Um, I would definitely love uh, if you would hit me up on Instagram or email thekestergroup at gmail.com and let me know what your 2020 intentions are. Let me know how I can make this podcast better. Um, Thank you so much for the new subscribers and the new listeners that we have. I hope that um, you're enjoying it. If you do, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Google Podcasts, and many people listen to us on SoundCloud. I would love to get some comments and hear from you on there as well. Until next time, find the time to take a break. Bye.